Good morning and welcome to Green Tea Conversations, a radio show that delves into the pages of Natural Awakenings magazine to bring you the local experts who share progressive ideas and the latest information and insights needed so you can lead your best life. I'm your host, Candy Brothel, publisher of the Twin Cities edition of Natural Awakenings magazine, and today's guest is Rebecca Lassen, holistic healer, professional speaker, Natural Awakenings contributor, and author of a newly released book, Socially Accepted Intuition. Welcome to the show, Rebecca. Thanks, Candy. It's a pleasure to be here. So this book that you have written is really an act of love for you. <laughs> that is an easy way to put it, yes. <laughs> so how did it all come about? You know, it's kind of one of those stories of, of sure, that can happen to anybody, um, but it came to me in a dream. I Actually, it wasn't even a dream. I woke up in the middle of the night in 2017, and I just had the story in my head. And I would love sleep. Sleeping is a wonderful thing. <laughs> and I couldn't go back to sleep because I was like, if I don't write this down, I, I'm not going to be able to go back to sleep. So I got up at the 3 o'clock. I think it was about 3 o'clock in the morning. And I just started typing. And next thing I know, my kids are like, Mom, can I have some breakfast? So I spent, I wrote, probably wrote 20, 30 pages um, that wow. whole night. And that was the start of my book. And so what was the premise that came to you in the middle of the night? Which, by the way, is when all great ideas are created. I think so, too. There's just so much that your, your, your conscious goes away for a minute. And your subconscious can come forward a little bit more and give exactly. you all these great ideas. I think the big premise was was more at first autobiographical, uh, auto, bi- autobiograph, autobiography. Ah, oh, no, I can't no, say I messed it. you up. <laughs> more like an autobiography. So there you go. There, Let's say that. <laughs> sounds better. And so I just talked about growing up in North Dakota and my need for acceptance. That's really what the first. Um, draft, if you will, of my book was, was just me trying to figure out why was I so different growing up? And those are kind of the questions I pursued um, that morning when I wrote. And so tell us more about socially accepted intuition. Well, actually, before we get into that, tell us more about how, about your kind of growing up in North Dakota and some of the experiences that you had that really kind of led you down this path. Yeah, absolutely. The, like I said, the premise originally was, why did I not feel like I was fitting in? I grew up in a very small town. I know some people are like, I grew up in a town of a couple thousand. No, I grew up in the hundreds. Uh, uh, the small town only had about 700 people in it. And we didn't have a stoplight, no food <laughs> delivery, you know, nothing fancy like that. And for some reason, it just, I had a hard time making friends. Everything just seemed off, like not in a, it's hard to put it in words, but I just knew something that I was either different from everybody or I don't know exactly. It's just really hard to explain. You just know that something's off. Mm -hmm. Intuitively, I knew it. Maybe I just didn't fit in there. And so as I explored that and continued on, I had some just strange things happen that kind of opened my eyes to okay, you aren't like everybody else, but that necessarily isn't bad. I got picked on a lot. My family was kind of the outcast family. My mom worked in a bar. My parents were divorced. 
my three older siblings always got into trouble. And I was like, I don't want to get in trouble. That looks awful. So I was like the goody two-shoes. But So you didn't fit into your family necessarily, necessarily either. Yeah, no, I didn't fit in with my family. I didn't fit in with friends. My best friends were a closet homosexual, um, a homeschooler, and the daughter of a principal. Uh, so we just were all like these little outcasts. And but we formed, you know, we had our little friendship, and it, it all kind of came. The big experience for me um, was my mom. When I was about fourteen, um, she tried to kill herself. She tried to commit suicide, mm-hmm. and that just changed the whole tra- tra- trajectory of my life without me realizing it. That. That my mom did not like being in the town anymore after she came back, after her treatment and stuff. And so she just asked, hey, can we move? I don't like it here anymore. And I said, sure, let's go. Let's try something new. Because I knew that I could maybe be myself somewhere else. And was it just the two of you at that time? Were your older siblings already out of the home? Yeah. So my sister Pam, she, my mom said, when Pam graduates high school and goes off to college, would you be willing to move? So I was about 16. So that was about two years after um, that incident. And then we decided to move to a bigger town. Uh, this is the big town now, uh, population about 7,000. <laughs> Huge. You could just get lost. Oh, you have so many stoplights. I think there was maybe five stoplights. <laughs> we, we would cruise town and, you know, it's only like three roads that you just go up and down when you're in high school. And yes, I grew up in a community like that as well. <laughs> yeah. Oh, and then there's always like a little parking lot where everyone hangs out. Hangs out, yes. All those high schoolers. So that was a big, that was a big push for me to be different and... Um, that was when I kind of, without realizing, let my intuition start leading me and making decisions for me. And what kind of decisions was your intuition helping you with? Going up to the right group of friends. I think that was a big one. A group of friends that was accepting of me, which I didn't really have that before. I had already let go of the trying to fit in with my family, being accepted with my family. And once I let go of you know, trying to fit in with my family and, you know, let go of trying to conform so much to be with somebody, you know, to fit in with a group and start to just be myself with my new group of friends. It's funny how when you let go, things just start to fall into place. Correct, yes. And things just started to fall into place. I was on track, um, track and field. I was a, a runner. I got some good jobs. I did make some poor decisions with, in my dating life, um, but, you know, you can't win them all. <laughs> <laughs> didn't listen to that intuition then, did no, you? <laughs> no, I let peer pressure uh, convince me to go on some bad dates. <laughs> now, one of the other things that you did is uh, you trusted your intuition to join the military. Yes. And thank you, by the way, for your service. Oh, thank you. Yeah. You know, that was the biggest um point for me right there was to join the military. A recruiter came to class and handed out little slips of paper and said, oh, how are you going to pay for college? I was a junior and I was like, I haven't even thought about college. Uh, What you're going to do with your life wasn't a conversation we had in my family. It's like, you're going to work because we need money. Mm -hmm. So I didn't even think about college at that point. Um, So I just filled out the piece of paper. The recruiter called me and my response was, well, I, I just don't want to go this summer. Can I wait till after I graduate? Because I was a junior. 
And he's like, yeah, that's that's no no problem. So I said, okay. And I had to bring my mom down because I was 17. Right. And I was, as a, you can join when you're 17, but you need your parents to sign off. So I told my mom, I said, mom, I'm joining the National Guard. Hoping she'd be like, oh, I'm so proud of you. You're so different from the rest of your family. And instead, she's like, oh, so you're going to be like your brother? <laughs> and I was like, what? I had no idea that my brother had joined the National Guard already. Oh, wow. So, but, you know, that led to a, for, that little intuitive decision led to a 14-year career in the military. Wow. And again, thank you for your service. Oh, thanks. So what kind of things did you learn about yourself? I mean, that's going in when you're pretty young to get into the military and in that 14 years what were some things that you learned about yourself through that experience um (laughs) a couple big things that i learned about myself is i i like to be in leadership roles um i didn't always because i was just trying to fit in so much so i didn't realize that i had that leadership potential but i always felt good being able to um help somebody become better and I could see I had a platoon uh, about 15 soldiers at one point and to just be able to watch them grow and help them make decisions that not only help them in the military career but their civilian life with National Guard soldiers you know they work two weekends or one week in a month two weeks a year which that's actually not true we work way more than that um, but it was just it was amazing to watch them grow and being in a leadership position to help see that was just something that I absolutely loved. And isn't it interesting that something that you probably never even considered, your intuition led you into, which then brings you to this realization that you really are a leader. Yeah. And that you may not have had that opportunity in another role to be able to, you know, if you had gone in and kind of followed the same path as other people in your family, you may never have gotten that opportunity to really learn about your own leadership potential. Yeah, absolutely. I had to really find my own path. And uh, my intuition led me to that own, my own path because if I would have just went with what I was supposed to do instead of what I felt right to do, uh, I would not be where I am right now. So 14 years, what made you do 14 years? It was just time for change. I know a lot of people, when I decided that, it was at the 10-year mark when I wasn't sure if the military path was right for me anymore because those 14 years were full-time. And I just wasn't sure if that's the right path anymore. And in the military, you only need to do 20 years full-time to retire with full benefits, yes. um, all of that, all of that great, wonderful benefits. So I had plenty of people to tell me that uh, I was crazy to only do those 14 years. But I just felt my path had shifted. And I just knew that that wasn't where I was supposed to be anymore. It was that off feeling that your intuition really leads you to. You know, your intuition will tell you if something doesn't feel right anymore and that you're supposed to be doing something else. And So when we come back... We're going to find out what that something else was. Great. So for people who want to learn more or to purchase a book, they can go to, you can go to RebeccaLasson.com. That's Rebecca, R-E-B-E-C-K-A, Lasson, L-A-S-S-E-N.com. When we come back, we're going to continue our conversation with Rebecca. And to read the online edition of Natural Awakenings Magazine, visit NaturalTwinCities.com. We will be right back. 
Prairie Oaks Memorial Eco Gardens is the first green cemetery in Minnesota. It's a beautiful, peaceful place where burials are celebrations of life with as little impact on the environment as possible. Tony Weber founded it because he wants to leave a green legacy for his grandchildren, something many of us might feel. Learn more. Visit the website mngreengraves.com. Give them a call. The goal is so meaningful, so positive, it might be right for you. Prairie Oaks Memorial Eco Gardens. Jeff Warner for Warner Stallion, Minnesota's original appliance specialist. We've been guaranteeing the lowest price on appliances for 70 years. We appreciate the opportunity to earn your trust. We will deliver and install your new appliances as only specialists can. Now for a very limited time, Warner Stallion saves you even more on appliances with unbeatable discounts. Plus trusted fast and free services, including delivery, haul-away, and 18 months no interest financing. Visit your nearest Warner Stallion or shop online at warnerstallion.com today. Burger Moe's gorgeous patio is open for the season. Enjoy nightly happy hours, more than 60 beers on tap, and the weather while you watch your favorite game on the outdoor screen. And don't miss live music Thursdays, Fridays, and Saturdays. Offering 20 fresh, never-frozen burger varieties, Burger Moe's also offers delicious appetizers, soups, salads, as well as unburgers, dogs, paninis, shakes, and desserts. Burger Moe's is located at 242 West 7th Street in St. Paul with plenty of free parking and online at BurgerMoe's.com. You're listening to AM 950, the progressive voice of Minnesota, the most informative source for progressive politics and news in the Twin Cities. Get involved online at am950radio.com, where you can sign up for our weekly newsletter, check out the local businesses that help make this content available, and stay up to date on the latest news and upcoming events. You can always reach us by email at comment at am950radio.com. That's comment at am950radio.com. Thanks for listening. Spring and summer is the right time to install your fireplace. Find your perfect fireplace and have it installed and ready before the cold weather hits again. If you already have a wood fireplace, consider a fireplace insert or check out the entire selection at Woodland Stoves and Fireplaces on East Franklin and Riverside in Minneapolis. It will transform your inefficient fireplace into a reliable, environmentally smart heating system. This is Peter Solak, owner of Woodland Stoves and Fireplaces. Have you ever watched your dog or cat curl up in front of a fire? It's primordial, the way it touches both the animal and the human. We know that fire reaches deep into the heart and soul. Let us show you how. We have over 35 working units on display here in Minneapolis. We are located at the east end of Riverside Avenue at 2901 East Franklin. From I-94, take the Riverside Avenue exit. Find us also online at woodlandstoves.com. Let us help you make a fireplace part of your life. Woodland Stoves and Fireplaces, out of the ordinary products and services since 1977. Welcome back to Green Tea Conversations, where we delve into the pages of Natural Awakenings Magazine to talk to the professionals who share their expertise on natural health with you. I'm your host, Candy Broffel, and today we're talking with Rebecca Lassen, holistic healer, professional speaker, Natural Awakenings contributor, and author of a newly released book called Socially Accepted Intuition. So just before the break, you were starting to tell us about kind of your background and some of the ways that your own intuition led to some decisions that you made in your life. And so one of the things that you talked about is you had a 14-year career in the military and you decided after 14 years that you needed to do something different. Something was telling you there was something else for you. So what was that something else? When it boils down to what that something else was, it was my intuition. 
the your intuition can speak to you in multiple different ways and just every aspect of what I was doing in my military um, I was very unsatisfied I could see that I was becoming someone that I didn't like anymore so I tried to do new jobs um, within the military and I just kept getting roadblocks mm -hmm. everything like your intuition I talk about in the book is just like this little kid throwing a tantrum it wants you to do what you're supposed to do. And if it doesn't, it's gonna throw tantrums. And those tantrums were roadblocks. It was people blocking my um, promotions or whatever it was. And so once I decided to listen to that, it started opening doors. It introduced me to um, the holistic side of the world. I very, very randomly, very serendipitously, I ran into, I had a reading with a psychic. I didn't mean to have a reading with a psychic. <laughs> it wasn't something I meant to do. It just happened. And that's when all of it kind of hit me at once. It was like, oh, wow, this, there's something more than that I'm supposed to be focusing on now. I should, I need to change my path. And this is going to help me get there where I need to go. And so when it came to having that conversation or having that reading, what was it that they told you that made you really decide, okay, I need to go into holistic healing? She said I was a healer. And, you know, I'm very skeptical, especially with my military mindset. I'm like, okay, yeah, lady, whatever. I'm sure. Uh-huh. And so she said some things, um, said I was a healer and... You know, she said some things. I'm very familiar with um, the Barnum Theory, which, you know, people put, apply personal feelings or personal aspects um, to vague statements. So that was going through my mind, but I was like, dang, she said some things that were way too specific to, you know, for her to just vague, put a vague statement out there. And so I decided just, I'm a, I'm a rule follower. And uh, even though I was skeptical, I decided to kind of just pursue that path a little bit more and kind of look into the the healing and i found uh the there was a program at anoka ramsey the integrative holistic and health the ih integrative and holistic health and healing and i pursued that i became a reiki master i did um, the healing touch courses so i'm not fully um, practitioner yet but i've done most of those as well too and I just dove into that. I just, that was pure just trusting my intuition. After I did a couple tests, because I didn't believe it right away. So I went and found another psychic. I called my mom. <laughs> I did a lot of different things to like test the legitimacy of what she said. Do you think I'm a healer? <laughs> Asking people. <laughs> yeah. Oh, gosh. It was a crazy conversation with my mom. But And so you just, you just actually... Uh, completed the program. I did, yeah. At Anoka Ramsey. Yeah. And you have started to use, uh, how have you been starting to use that education? That education was, a, that was an amazing program. Uh, you learn so much about just the different varieties of holistic healing and different avenues. So you could really pursue the one that leads you, your intuition leads you to. Mine was the energy healing that I really enjoyed. But overall, the program was amazing for the for the fact that it forced you to experience things. Mm -hmm. It wasn't okay. Here's you need to go write a paper. Here's this paper you need to write about. It was no, you need to go spend two hours in nature 
without your cell phone and then now write about that experience. Or you need to do this creative arts project where you draw a self-portrait of how you're feeling or where you're at in your life right now. So they really forced you to experience um, the holistic modalities instead of just write about them and read about them. And I think that's the, one of my bigger takeaways from that degree is experience is so important. You can read and research all you want and have all this knowledge base, but if you don't do anything with it, if you don't get the experience, and it's just, it's just knowledge. It doesn't make you any wiser. The interesting thing is, too, is that as you're growing up and you said, you know, you really didn't fit in and you didn't fit in even with your own family and you have, you know, some of these feelings that you tend to then start to kind of stuff down or start to negate. We start to ignore those feelings and we put up more of a a veneer, a little bit tougher veneer. It's interesting that you went into the military, you learn your leadership skills, you learn you gain that confidence. But now your intuition is telling you, but you have to be able to also then kind of see that softer side of you. Right. You have to be able to experience the pain, experience the emotions, really understand that aspect too. And so you listen to that. And though, you know, it wasn't anything that you really ever thought you were going to do, look at how much you've taken away from that. Right. And so you've really developed this ability to trust your intuition and to make decisions around your intuition. Yeah, I think people use their intuition all the time, and they don't even know it. So many people, um, like you said, have that that um, face, like that veneer, veneer, <laughs> and that's just not... They've made this up that, like, this is who I am, this is who I'm projecting out to the world, but they haven't really listened to their intuition fully, but maybe they have made some decisions that have led them. I mean, and you can look back in your life, easy for anybody to do, right? So think back to a moment that you made a big decision in your life, and it just felt so good, and it felt so right, and it's probably because you made that decision using intuition, now think of a moment they made a decision that just felt awful or it didn't feel right and it led you down an ugly path. Where what what forced you to make that decision? Was it your intuition or was it something else that would kind of led you to make that decision? Right. Was it part of the supposed to? The supposed to. This is what I'm supposed to do. Yes, and not what this is what it feel I'm supposed to do. It's I'm supposed to do this because that's what society has told me to do. That's what people tell me I'm supposed to do. Not this is what I feel I'm supposed to do. Mm-hmm. And often those don't line up. What you what you feel inside you're supposed to do and what society tells you, very rarely will that ever line up. And when we come back, we're going to continue this conversation and really get into one of the things that you said earlier is just, you know, making those not making a decision that you knew you intuitively you probably should have and what happens in that situation. So we're going to get into more of decision making using your intuition. To learn more about Rebecca or to purchase her book, Socially Accepted Intuition, go to RebeccaLawson.com. That's Rebecca, R-E-B-E-C-K-A, Lassen, L-A-S-S-E-N.com. To read the online edition of Natural Awakenings Magazine or to check out our complete calendar of events, visit NaturalTwinCities.com. 
You're listening to Green Tea Conversations on AM 950, the progressive voice of Minnesota. This is Chad, owner of AM 950, here to tell you about Snap Construction. They're experts in roofing, siding, window, and insurance restoration. They have energy-efficient products available for both residential and commercial properties. This spring, when we needed a company to take a look at a problem with our roof, I called the company I knew I could trust, Snap Construction. I've known Ryan, the owner at Snap Construction, for years, so I knew I could trust him. Don't just take my word for it. Check out their reviews online. They are arguably the most well-reviewed exterior contractor online in the metro area. Over the years, Ryan has always said the same thing to me about his work. If we build it, shouldn't we be held accountable for the work indefinitely? He backed that statement up years ago when Snap Construction was a pioneer in offering a lifetime craftsmanship guarantee on all their work. For a free estimate or general questions, call the locally owned company AM950 Trusts Snap Construction at 612-333-SNAP. That's 612-333-SNAP, or find them online at snapconstruction.com. They have financing options available. Hi, friends. I've been talking to you about Minnesota's first green cemetery, Prairie Oaks Memorial Eco Gardens. It's an entirely new way of looking at our last earthly step. Burials are designed to have as little impact on the environment as possible. For many of us, a continuation of the commitment we made during our lifetimes. Let me suggest you go to the website, mngreengraves.com. Explore what it is. Prairie Oaks Memorial Eco Gardens. It's a lovely place, a peaceful place. Minnesota's first green cemetery. Native Ritz Radio is proud to announce we've added an extra hour. Yeah, Chuchke, one hour goes by too fast. That's right, Uncle Curtis. I'll have extra time to share important information about our sacred animals. And report national and native news from all over the country and Canada. This new hour is sponsored by Robbins Kaplan LLP, dedicated to redefining excellence for high-stakes litigation representation in Indian country. We are awake Victor's 1959 Cafe in South Minneapolis is a locally owned and operated restaurant offering traditional Cuban food. Open for breakfast and lunch daily with dinner Tuesday through Saturday. For night shift workers, Victor's even has both a morning and evening happy hour. And Victor's now accepts dinner reservations too. Stop in and try some delicious authentic Cuban cuisine like ropa vieja and seafood paella. Make your reservation and learn more at victors1959cafe.com. Victor's 1959 Cafe, revolutionary Cuban cooking. Connections Radio Show is all about tapping into our hardwired hunger to connect. We examine meaningful connections to ourselves, our community, and the world around us by opening the door to innovative insights by a wide variety of interesting guests. We'll make the connections to something bigger than ourselves. Join me, Lori Fitz, your host of Connections Radio Show, and together we'll make the connections. Saturday mornings at 9 a.m. on AM 950, the progressive voice of Minnesota. With your AM 950 weather, I'm Brett Johnson. Look for sunny skies today with a high near 87, tonight clear with a low around 69, Saturday sunny with a high near 92, and Sunday a chance for rain with a high around 93. Victor's 1959 Cafe is open for breakfast, lunch, and dinner and offers traditional Cuban recipes. Some of those delicious entrees include the authentic Cuban pork barbecue sandwich. All for dessert, check out the pina colada cake, passion mango cheesecake, and much more. Victor's 1959 Cafe is off Grand Avenue in South Minneapolis. Details at eatlocalminnesota.com. Welcome back to Green Tea 
Green Tea Conversations, where we meet the professionals straight from the pages of Natural Awakenings Magazine who share their expertise on natural health with you. I'm your host, Candy Brothel, and today we're talking with Rebecca Lassen, holistic healer, professional speaker, Natural Awakenings contributor, and author of the newly released book, Socially Accepted Intuition. So, Rebecca, just before the break, you were starting to tell us about how you have used your intuition in decision-making. And so what do, you, what do you find are some of the things that hold people back from really listening to their intuition? The biggest reason that people don't listen to their intuition is fear. People are absolutely terrified of what that means for them if they listen to their intuition. Because it can mean, maybe I made a decision in sticking with this job I have that I absolutely hate, mm-hmm. but I'm comfortable here. Even though I don't like it, but it's comfortable. Or maybe it means that I don't like where I live, and I bought the wrong house. I married the wrong person. And people are terrified of what, if they listen to their intuition, um, where that's going to lead them. Because it's an unknown. Mm -hmm. You can't know. And um, many people are just not comfortable with the unknown. Do you think it also, is there some aspect of it of what other people will think of us yes right that's a big part of it that's a huge uh that's also a huge part of it too um the fear of being socially accepted you know i i meant i talk a lot about that in my book about well people think i'm absolutely crazy people want logic and they want reason and intuition doesn't provide that intuition the definition of intuition is um knowing without conscious reasoning it's just knowing that something is supposed to happen or knowing that you should be in a certain spot, but you can't justify it. Mm-hmm. And people want that justification. They want that reason. And that's, not, that's just not how intuition works. But when it does work, you're in, after you make that decision, if you follow that intuitive thought, um, you, the way you feel afterwards it's like ooh, it's like a warm fuzzy it's like you just take that big bite of ice cream and it just oh it's so perfect that's how intuition when you make a decision using intuition that's how it can feel and it doesn't mean that you're not going to still have some fear or that yeah. <laughs> as you go along because i know you know i i had had those same experiences myself i had a job that i absolutely loved for an organization that i was absolutely devoted to for 15 years and for 13 years i was extremely extremely happy there and for two years i was extremely unhappy (laughs) (laughs) that's when your intuition started to throw that big tantrum for you but i you know i went through the whole thing myself of but i should you know, I know what this can be. I know how good this can be. I've experienced how good this can be. And so I just fought it and fought it and fought it for so long, even though intuitively I knew I shouldn't be there. I was trying to change everything else instead of changing me. And once I decided that everything else wasn't going to change, and and shocker here, I have no control over anybody else, right? (laughs) I have no control over anything but me, which I finally learned. And I made that decision. It was. It's a huge relief. You just make the decision to leave. You make the decision to do something completely different. You know it's right. You can feel it's right. But you're still scared. 
And so one of the things I used to tell myself, and, and I welcome other people to use this too, is I would say to myself, and I would say to anybody who asked me, anybody who said, I can't believe you're leaving, I'd say, oh, I know, but I'm really getting comfortable being uncomfortable. Yes. <laughs> I love that. Because I was completely uncomfortable leaving after 15 years. But that's a huge part of it, don't you think? Absolutely. The being uncomfortable. It's funny because so many people uh, will stick into their... Um, I'm uncomfortable, and I know this is not what I'm supposed to be doing, but I don't know if I'm willing to risk my slight discomfort for something really bad to happen, or more than likely, if they're using their intuition, that's something amazing that's going to happen. And there's just too much uncertainty there. Um, One of my things, I love that one about my uncomfortableness, Um, one of the things that gets me through that, that fear is I tell myself, Fear is not based in reality. Yes. We're so good at telling ourselves stories. I my that came, I was hiking in Colorado, and the one of the first hikes was this huge metal railing on the side of this cliff in Box Canyon, and all that was holding me up was just this little metal rail. And I'm like sweating, I'm panicking, and we once you get to one point, you have this huge, like hundred foot. Um, metal bridge to cross in order to get over this falls in this box canyon. And I was just absolutely terrified. I was like, tell me, oh, this is going to break. This is, I'm going to plummet to my death. Like, there's no, the water's not deep enough. I am going to die on impact. Just so many crazy stories. And my sister-in-law, she's like, that's not going to happen. I was like, huh, you know what? You're right. My This fear I have is not based in reality. I can trust myself to walk a straight line. Those rails. And once I got over that, it was a, the most beautiful, amazing view on the other side of that bridge. It was just gorgeous after we got through a creepy tunnel. But then it was gorgeous. <laughs> <laughs> but that's so true with intuition. When you decide, finally, to make that decision, use intuition... It's going to be so scary to take those first couple of steps when you can't, you don't know what's on the other side. And when you finally do, and you make that decision, you cross that bridge, it could still feel really scary. You can go through this dark tunnel, assuming that there's bears that are going to attack you, but there's not. That's just a story you told yourself. And get once you get over that, it feels so good. It feels right. And that's what intuition can do, is it can lead you to a feeling of right. Mm-hmm. And it's also, you know, as you start to use your intuition more, you start to trust it more. Yes. That, and you start yeah. to just not even question it after a while. Yeah. Your intuition, um, it's especially if you've never, maybe you've used decisions or used your intuition without you realizing it. But once you start to realize that you're making decisions using your intuition and you start to trust it, you don't have to worry about indecisiveness anymore. Decisions, um, you can make decisions with confidence. You don't have to, you stop worrying about what other people will think of your decisions because you use your intuition and your intuition will only lead you to the highest good. So once you learn to trust that intuition, you're making those decisions, it's, your, your life's going to go on a win-win path. Now it can get ugly for a minute because your intuition, again, is a small child and it's going to do what it can to lead you to it. So if that means you need to get fired from your job 
I'm sorry. That's what your intuition was trying to get you across the country to a different spot where you're supposed to be. Right. And maybe they need to fire you because you're not listening good enough. <laughs> and you're not, right, you're not trusting your intuition. And that's, you know, that's one of the things with coaching. I coach a lot of people, and it's one of the things I hear over and over and over again, is people resisting leaving a position. Like, they want to continue to be there. And, again, I've experienced that myself. Um, but when you continue to push or resist against that leaving, you create that resistance that then there's nothing that's going to happen. It's going to continue. You're going to continue to get those roadblocks. You're going to continue to get those things that are saying, this is not the right place for you. Right. If anybody has kids, they will do anything they can to get your attention. Mom, 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 mom. And then once you finally listen, you're ready to blow up. You're so angry that you're like, you're trying to do your work or whatever it is. Your kid's just trying to annoy you. But then when you finally look at him and you're like, what? They're like, I love you. Yeah. <laughs> and like, that was it. You just, you were, you were bugging me. And it's a simple, I love you. That's what your intuition's trying to do. It's going to bother you until you look at it. And once you look at it, it's just like, hey, I love you. Here I am. You know? And it's just going to try to lead you to that, the, just that right place. So why do you think we have such a hard time? I mean, I know there's a lot of fear around it, around changing, but when you're talking about kids, kids have such a natural ability to listen to their intuition. We come into this world just completely raw and open and ready to really listen to what our intuition is telling us. Yeah. And then somewhere along the line, we start to get away from that. What is it that happens from going from birth and having this to as an adult? Uh, I don't want this to sound like preachy, but a society happens. People's um, predispositions and people's beliefs, um, you know, our parents mean well by us by saying, you know, you need to um, go give your uncle a hug or... You know, don't go to that house or their own beliefs, even when it comes to um, their religious beliefs. Everything has predispositions, and we, as parents, put those on our children. And sometimes we mean well, but maybe we're, we're sending mixed messages. We want them to trust their intuition um, by saying, oh, go hug that guy over there. But they're, they're like, no, I don't want to. We need to respect that about kids. Like, if they don't want to go give someone a hug goodbye. It's not because they're rude. It's kids are intuitive. They just know and that maybe that's just not what they want to do. Right. It may not be a safe thing for them yeah. to do. Or they're just uncomfortable and that's okay. If we would listen more to our intuition and knowing when we're uncomfortable, it would be so much more helpful to us. So try not to get our kids to not do that. Right. right? And, and it's hard if you, you got you to gotta practice on yourself. <laughs> Learning to, Learn to trust your own intuition and, you know, even just simple decisions you could practice with your own intuition, you know. Should I, you know, take a left or right corner, you know, at a stop sign? Or, you know, should I go to the store or not? Or when you have, the best one is you have a random thought come to your head. Like, oh, why do I want to go to my favorite store today? Even though you have no reason to go there? Well, just go. And just to see what happens. The other day, my husband and I went to drop off um, some books, actually. Um, the Eye of Horus carries my book in, of town in Minneapolis. 
And we went and dropped off books there. And he's like, well, what are we going to do? And, you know, I just threw it out there. And I said, let's go to Midtown Global Market. We went there. It was kids' night. It was Friday night. They have, like, kids' night there. So the kids got to do a craft. I met a couple people who took my information about my book um, for setting up some intuitive leadership um, seminars. And that was just a great example of, like, oh, just a simple little easy thing of what should I do next? Where should I go? We went to there, and it made me a great connection, and my kids had a wonderful time. Isn't that amazing? So you just never know what's going to happen when you're listening to that intuition. Yeah, and just follow it. Just follow it. So, again, where can people find your book? So um, The Eye of Horus is a shop, a metaphysical shop in uh, Uptown in Minneapolis, right off of Lake Street. Or the easiest and thing that people love is you can just order it right on Amazon. Right. Um, you can just Google search it, Socially Accepted Intuition. And they can also find it on your website, which is RebeccaLasson.com. To read the online edition of Natural Awakenings magazine, visit NaturalTwinCities.com. You can find a podcast of this show on am950radio.com or on Apple and Google Podcasts. You're listening to Green Tea Conversations on AM950, the progressive voice of Minnesota. We will be right back. Seward Co-op, serving the community for nearly 45 years, invites you to shop their two convenient locations, both offering the strong commitment to local producers and healthy foods you've come to expect. Seward focuses on locally grown and raised products, fair trade, and environmental sustainability. Shop their selection of meats, artisan cheeses, and house-made baked goods. Find Seward at 2823 East Franklin Avenue or the Friendship Store on 38th Street and 3rd Avenue in Minneapolis. More at seward.coop. Crooner's Lounge and Supper Club is delighted to offer its spacious facilities for your private function. From weddings, retirement parties, business dinners, or any special occasion, Crooner's combines a dedicated, full-service special events team, an award-winning chef, and a beautiful lakeside ambiance to make your event a resounding success. Visit croonersloungemn.com to learn more about their private dining options or call 763-571-9020 to get a quote for your next event today. Stand up, stand up, you've been sitting way too long. Hello, this is Ralph Nader, host of the Ralph Nader Radio Hour. Join me and my guests every week when we dive deeply into the subjects that matter to you the most, but are rarely on the mass media. Every Monday at 6 a.m., and if you're not an early bird, 9 p.m. on Monday, right here on AM 950, the progressive voice of Minnesota. Sitka Salmon Shares was created seven years ago for the Midwesterner wanting better seafood. Here's how it works. First, visit sitkasalmonshares.com and enroll in a membership fit for you. 100% satisfaction guarantee. Then our fishermen in Southeast Alaska catch your share, fillet, and blast freeze with care and send them to your front door, all with delicious recipes. It's that simple. Enroll now at sitkasalmonshares.com and use code AM950 for $25 off. Hey, this is Brad Friedman, your friendly investigative blogger, journalist, troublemaker, and all-around swell fellow, says me, from bradblog.com. Join me and Desi Doyen weeknights on AM 950 at 7 p.m. for the broadcast. One hour of interviews, analysis, news, and snark. 
that you need but won't get from the corporate media. Join me for the broadcast Monday through Friday at 7 p.m. on AM 950, the progressive voice of Minnesota. At Total Dog Company, you have the opportunity to shop local. We stock dog foods made in Minnesota and Wisconsin, such as American Natural Premium. Like all the foods we sell at Total Dog Company, American Natural Premium contains no artificial colors, flavors, or preservatives, and no ingredients from China. It is premium nutrition without a premium price. Find Total Dog Company in New Hope right off of 169 at 9432 36th Avenue North and at TotalDogCompany.com. Welcome back to Green Tea Conversations, where we delve into the pages of Natural Awakenings magazine and talk to the professionals who share their expertise on natural health with you. I'm your host, Candy Braffle, and today we're talking with Rebecca Lassen, holistic healer, professional speaker, Natural Awakenings contributor, and author of the newly released book, Socially Accepted Intuition. So, Rebecca, tell us about... Now, the book just came out, correct? It did, yep. May 7th is when it just was released. And you have already had quite a bit of feedback from the book. People who are are writing into you and contacting you. What's some of the feedback that you're getting? The biggest feedback um, is people feel like they, uh, they got permission to start listening to their intuition. And very relatable. People were like, oh, when I grew up, you know, my dad gives me tomatoes. Um, I talk about how my dad doesn't really share feelings in my family. He gives us bags of frozen potatoes. And they're called French fries by everyone else, but he calls them frozen (laughs) potatoes. Um, And people just realize, you know what? That's my dad. You know, I've been angry at him um, because he never says I love you. But every time I go to his house, he sends me home with a can of tomatoes from his garden or simple things like that. And so they're like, wow, you know, maybe I need to re-examine my relationship and really kind of focus on, uh, you know, the how he is telling me he loves me and instead of trying to get what I want out of it, what is what is he telling me? So that's been the good feedback um, that I absolutely love when people can open a door to their a relationship that they have and make it a better one. The other one is just the other feedback I get a lot is the... Just being allowed to use your intuition, like I said earlier, people are like, you know what, this helps me explain to people why I moved to a different state. You know, someone said, people thought, told me I was crazy because I just felt like I needed to move to a whole different state. And she said, you know, this one particular, she said, I bought four books to give to my family because this is, this said, and said, here, this is why I moved. <laughs> right. Um, because I'm listening to my intuition. So being able to allow people... Um, being, I shouldn't say people, being, letting people, giving them permission to use their intuition um, is such a a great, I didn't know what was going to come of this book, and that's what makes me happy that people are feeling that they can use. It's a gift that you're giving to people. Yeah, they have the green light to get to use their intuition. Yes. And so just really welcoming people to really listen to that. Listen to that. You know, we call it intuition, but people also call it the gut feeling. Yeah. Right? It's yeah. that it's that the unknown but something just feels right in it. Yeah. And I think the book does a good job of Approaching intuition from uh, very logical 
and a skeptical mindset because I know people sometimes misinterpret exactly what intuition is. If somebody says you're intuitive, then there's some misconfusions of what intu- intuitive means. And right. that doesn't mean that you're going to see ghosts or read people's mind or anything like that. It right. just means you're in tune with yourself. That's what intuition really is. It's you're in tune with your own self that you, you that you learn how to listen to it and trust it. That's what being intuitive means to me. Very cool. So now you are also doing quite a bit of talking, speaking on this topic. Yeah, I love speaking on nutrition. In the book, I give people um, four basic steps of how to use their intuition. And so a lot of my speaking engagements, we go through those four steps and how they can apply it to whatever the occasion is. So if it's a work environment or whatever the, the environment is, then we take those steps and help them to use it in their in their in their job or wherever it is. So give us a quick recap of what those four steps are. Sure. So the first step of trying to access your intuition or learning to access your intuition is decide. You have to decide to do it. You can't um, just be lackadaisical about it. You need to just decide and proclaim it. Write in a journal, shout it out loud to your cat, whatever it is. Once you do that, you need to get a reality check. So do a good reality check with your relationships. You need to have a good understanding of where you are with them and making sure they're they're a real relationship. Um, one of the hard ones I had to figure out was, you know, my brother. My brother is a very big-hearted, the, the, one of the nicest guys you'll ever meet. But he, he and I just have an off relationship, and I needed to acknowledge that. Because if I just pretended that we have a sunny, warm, brother and sister relationship, your, your intuition isn't going to work. Mm-hmm. So that's the second step. So we, you have to decide. You do reality check. And then the third step is really elementary, and it's just ask. You need to ask and talk to your intuition, um, the universe or whatever it is, whatever God it is, um, or wherever you're, the infinite wisdom, you know, whatever that is for you. I like to call it the universe or my intuition, um, and just ask. So ask for a sign, ask for anything. Your intuition's always listening. So if you're like, why can't I get a boyfriend or a girlfriend? You know, just ask, but then you have to listen, and that's the last step, is then listen. So decide, reality check, ask, and then listen for the response, because if you're not paying attention to the response, what's the point of asking the question? And if you don't like the answer, you still have to listen. You still have to listen. (laughs) Yes, absolutely. So if people wanted to contact you and have you come in and speak to a group, how would they go about contacting you? You can go right on the webpage. I have a contact page right there where you can just send me a quick message um, and I'll get back to you pretty quickly. And just I need to know the size of the event and who the audience is. And then we can kind of just go from there and figure out uh, the, how that's going to look for you. Okay. And I do want to say, uh, I just want to let people know, Rebecca is spelled R-E-B. E-C-K-A, so it's a little different. And Lassen is L-A-S-S, as in Sam Sam E-N. So it's RebeccaLassen.com. So we've also been honored to have you in our family of Natural Awakenings. I've said now every time I've introduced you that you are a contributor with Natural Awakenings. Yeah. And you have been doing some interviews with some of our advertisers and talking to them about their businesses. So if people... Um, you have interviewed 
how many people? Uh, there were six. Six, six interviews. And they're so fun. It's just interesting to get to meet people and really understand what it is that they did. Yeah. They, do. they were all from different holistic modalities. And every time I finished an interview, I walked away with like, oh, man, I need to do this now. Or I need to change this. It was just, again, so much knowledge in each one of those. Well, thank you for, so much for saying that because that has been my experience for the last 18 months is every time I meet somebody, I think, oh, my gosh, I need to do that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's so much fun. Um, but if people want to read the issues, you had one that was published in May, in June, and now there'll be one in July. Yeah, yeah. And then there'll be subsequent ones in the coming months as well. So they can just go to our website at Natural Twin Cities. Dot com, and you can put in lesson, L-A-S-S-E-N, and it will pull up any of the uh, articles that Rebecca has written for us. So, Rebecca, thank you so much for being with us today and sharing your story oh, and thanks, for giving Candy. us permission to trust our intuition. For an online edition of Natural Awakenings magazine, go to naturaltwincities.com. You can find a podcast of this show on am950radio.com or Apple or Google Podcasts. Thank you for joining our conversation today as we awaken to natural health. You've been listening to Green Tea Conversations, and I'm wishing for you a lovely day. I'm Connie Burek, co-host of Awakened Living Infusion Radio Show. Join Michelle Kitzmiller and I as we focus on all aspects of health, wellness, spirituality, and growth from a mind-body-spirit-emotion perspective. On the Awakened Living Radio Show, we will discuss stress, self-care, fear, happiness, beliefs, communication, joy, pain, trauma, and more. Join us for the Awakened Living Infusion Radio Show, Saturdays at 10 a.m. Let us share with you ways to infuse vitality into life. If you're someone that counts on AM 950 to bring you the latest in progressive politics, news, and talk, remember, we can't do it alone. Support our many great advertisers and let them know you heard about their business on AM 950. If you don't know who to talk to, simply write AM 950 on your receipt. AM 950 is supported by small local businesses, so you're not only helping us and those businesses, but our local economy as well. For a complete list of our sponsors, log on to am950radio.com. It's Brad.